Welcome back for another episode of the AWG Podcast, where we discuss the biggest topics and trends in the water sport and boat tour industry. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join our mailing list by visiting watersportpodcast.com. After you finish listening, continue the conversation in our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, uh, episode the 77. There you go. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! I knew I'd regret this. See what can I do? Can I do that? I'm going to do the hard sell. What's what's early bird? What are we doing? Yeah, 149 dollars before July 1st. Before July 1st, for 149 bucks, you're going to get to come and get sums of wisdom and value. Two day conference, you guys. July 1st. When is this episode going to air? Uh, it's going to air in two weeks. All right, so in two weeks, you got two weeks left. That's it. So if you don't get your ass, get your credit card out, and book your 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 ticket for the Water Sports Forum, I am going to personally come to your house, and I'm going to snatch you up by your short and curlies and smack you in the fucking head because this is going to be an awesome event, and it's going to be tons of fun, and I'm going to be doing a ton of programming. You're going to hear me talking nonstop, and our guest today, my business partner, and I would say friend, but I don't, I actually don't like him. He irritates me to no fucking end, but he's a really smart guy. He's going to be there as well. Talking about what we're going to talk about today. I don't know if it's a selling point though, of you talking the entire time. Is that a selling point for the conference? Fuck yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? Because we're going to be doing happy hours and shit. And I'm going to be at those motherfuckers. And so at the thing, after the thing, you're going to fucking be hanging out. Of course, it's a selling point, dude. 150 gets you in. (laughs) I'll be selling friendship packages once you get in for way more than that. So you get a taste of my friendship. But as Ilya can attest, <laughs> that friendship will cost you way more, and a mental health oh, yeah. part as well, cash and mm-hmm. and mental health. It'll yeah, cost so. you a garbage can across your <laughs> office, <laughs> you know, right at your fucking head. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Ilya, how you doing today, brother? Uh, good, man. Just running around. Uh, trying to cover for you as much as I can. Get the fuck out of here. Take seven of you to cover for me. Yeah. Yeah. So Ilya, Ilya, Ilya is my is my business partner at Destiny Water Adventures. He is also um, the brains, uh, definitely behind our Fair Harbor integration. He is. Um, he's not here to sell you anything. He's a he's a um, operator as well. He actually, um, yeah, he does cover for me while I'm not there. But Ilya, tell him a little bit about yourself, man. How? Uh, how did you get into water sports? Well, uh, you dragged me in kicking and screaming. <laughs> ah, uh, come on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, background. You know, met, what did you do before? I was before? an engineer, electrical engineer. Like literally right before this, I was living in Germany, working at um, the biggest automotive supplier in the world. You could probably Google to figure out which one that is. Are you not allowed to mention them? I don't know. I just. <laughs> do it do i <laughs> sure bosh yeah <laughs> greg you can cut that out if if there's any uh you know no no you're issues. fine we're gonna be okay now that you guys know that Ilya's be gonna be speaking we're gonna be lowering the price down to 129 <laughs> <laughs> As this episode, don't worry, guys. All this fucking wisdom for one forty nine—it's unbelievable. 
So I was because because Ilya's probably a little nervous. Ilya was an electrical engineer. I, I didn't finish exactly. Ilya does all of our, a bunch of uh, all of our Fair Harbor shit. Um, if you guys are having a problem with Fair Harbor, Ilya could probably get you dialed in on on the back end of your Fair Harbor connection quicker than Fair Harbor can. So um, we invited Ilya to come and talk a little bit about um, going from being an engineer to being in the water sports. Uh, community, my bit, what it's like to be my business partner, which is all awesome for him. <laughs> really great. Just rainbow and sunshine every single day. Every single day. Today, this is an actual. This is an actual. You know, so we talked to Kevin Nobis before. Um, before you <laughs> came on, and was talking about mm-hmm. his mentor and how he like brought him in and how he was patient with him and like taught him shit and helped him. And, and so I was like, man, it made me feel bad because this is an actual conversation between um, me and Ilya this morning. Um, he goes, um, um, I said, can you also make a call to Google and see why our Brooks location GMB isn't verified yet? And he goes, you got any contact info? And I said, yeah, let me get you Larry Page's number. Maybe Sergey Brin is around. Let me text Steve Jobs and tie your shoes for you. <laughs> that was my response. That's my kind, compassionate, guiding mentor hand when Ilya has a problem. <laughs> right. I'm so proud of myself. And tie your shoes right. for you. I just left out you fucking moron. Poor guy. <laughs> and he's not. He's not stupid at all. He's actually really like highly intelligent, but that's his problem. Anyway, so you're no, you're, I am an idiot. Like, <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Don't worry. So am I, buddy. I'm fucking trust me. Yeah, I'm an yeah. idiot too, for sure. So you're okay. So you take this thing for Bosch, and 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 then you're in Germany, and then you get a call five years ago. Yep. Um, I mean, we've been friends for twenty years. Twenty but, years. Well. Yeah. Ma- Maybe not friends for 20 years, but we met 20 years ago and eventually yeah. became friends. We're um, associates. And when, yeah. <laughs> we've been, we've we, known we each other acquaint- for 20 years. <laughs> right. I wouldn't even call you my friend now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been downgraded again. <laughs> no, you never made it there. <laughs> yeah. You were so close and then you came and started working with us. <laughs> um, so, you know, when, when you moved out to uh, Key West... Um, one year I was out of a job for like going on a year and a half and I was <laughs> selling meat around Detroit off the back of a truck. <laughs> God, yeah, I bet you were. Was it swans? <laughs> was it the swans meat? Oh, no, no. It was, um, a shady version of it. It, it was like, it was like a, like a fake. What was the name? Well, you can say it. Don't worry. No one's listening. What, yeah, what was the name? What's it what, called? What was it? Iowa State Company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah. instead of Omaha it was Iowa. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, but no, the Nevada Basically, State Company. Like, these guys are all over the country. Um, they are just shady ass door to door salesmen, you know, with drug problems. Right. <laughs> I, I can probably- I can't imagine anybody actually can make a living selling meat. Like out of like who buys meat out of a truck? For a door-to-door salesperson, like I mean, you know, it's packaged to look good. It's not like you know, it's not terrible meat. They're different quality. Yeah, I don't even want to go down this road. Yeah. But well, I, just, I'm, actually, I'm very curious because I see I'll these. I'll tell trucks. you about it. <laughs> it was like in the ghetto, yeah. wasn't it? It was like 
Poor, no, it was throughout. Like, I mean, Downriver was a big market for us. Um, definitely the ghetto when, you know, the uh, EBT cards, the food stamp cards got refilled because we could take those. Oh, so, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I, yeah. see, I see where it's your door-to-door selling meat and then you can just swipe the EBT cards. I get it. Yep. So you're, 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 so you're on the side of, you're like sitting on a, in a car on the side of the road in Detroit selling your meat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take that as you will. Anyone that would buy. Oh. <laughs> like, like yeah, let's fucking fast forward a little bit. So anyway. Yeah, anyways. So, you know, I came uh, down, you had just uh, moved down to Key West. So I had nothing to do that uh, winter. Can't sell meat in the winter in Detroit. So. I decided to do a road trip, and I ended up uh, at your place down in Key West. Was going to stay for maybe a week, and ended up being like close to a month. I almost didn't even leave, uh, but a job offer came uh, that I had to look into up back up north. But I just kept uh, visiting Kevin, um, you know, on the regular, like at least once a year, giving his meat and- to me for free. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what are friends right, for? Long, long story short, long story short, I, gave me you know, five years ago, it. you moved up, you moved up here and called me up, and while I was in Germany, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, remember that thing that we talked about? You still down? Um, if I start my own company, I was like, well, I got yes, money in the bank. Here the you go, take it. Meat industry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I, all that cash burning a hole in my pocket. Hey, everyone. We're going to take a quick break and talk about our sponsors for the month, Amp Agency. Amp is a full-service digital marketing agency that specializes in tour, rental, and destination marketing. We would not have sponsors on the show if we could not vouch for them ourselves. Amp Agency does a bunch of stuff for Destiny Water Adventures. Personally, I 100% vouch for this guy. I've I've handed them over to other companies in the past before they officially became a sponsor, and they have had nothing but great things to say. If you guys are doing your own marketing and doing a piss poor job of it, do yourselves a favor, hand yourselves over to Amp Agency, specifically Steve Edwards, their CEO, will call you personally and have a great conversation with, with you about what you guys need to do for your marketing. Listen, guys, they do pretty much everything in digital marketing, website development, maintenance, Google AdWords, PPC, graphic design, social media management, SEO, and a myriad of other things. When you choose a marketing company, it's so important to choose a company that knows your industry and AMP agency knows activity marketing especially water sports and tours. They got a promo going for Awkward Water Sport Guy listeners for their, their managed websites. Use promo code Awkward Podcast when you go to amp.agency. Again, that's amp.agency, promo code Awkward Podcast. You get three months free and get started with Amp Agency. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. So, like, I asked, like, a bunch of water sport guys that I was working with at the time to... um to uh to, to i'm like yeah let's do this you know like let's start our fucking own water sports company and man i like bought full in i i fucking i put money down on my house i got there and then like like two like the, everybody bailed on me like the last minute because i'm like we do this we do this this we go fucking take over by a headboat like you know initially it was going to be day of play that's we we're going to do like the whole like party headboat combo trip south florida style that's what i wanted to do and then um, I was just like, me and Ilya talk all the time. And I was just kind of like bitching to him. I, I didn't even ask him for any money or anything like that. I was just like, ah, everybody bailed on me. And then he was like, I'll, I'll get in. I'm like, like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, man. I'll like, what do you need? Like, here's a fucking check. 
you know, not that he was like a rich guy or anything, but I mean, he gave me a significant fucking portion of his life savings to, to, to do this. And, um, and so through the years, like I would, you know, anything he could do to like help me from afar, cause he was in Germany. Um, and you know, like we all fucking now, you know, we know, like we outsource shit. We work with all sorts of people all over the country that help with marketing and fucking building and doing all sorts of stuff. And, uh, I can't remember what it was, dude. Like I, it was something with fucking fair Harbor. I was so annoyed with them. And I was just like, I was like, dude, can you handle this? Like, or I just wanted you to do, cause it was so annoying. Like we were splitting inventory for the, the, the jet skis. Like just what yeah. we were arguing about the other day. You're like a shared resources. And I'm fucking like, it was really funny, by the way, like not to like air our argument, but you didn't tell me anything. You were explaining. I told you a hundred times. I and didn't you know. know. We and you know, if I think there might even be a little problem. I'm the one. Uh, Kevin, I think this might not. Uh, uh, uh. So if I'm going, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you know, there's no problem. So just so we're, clear, I- <laughs> we're clear here. When you say in a sentence to me, how many times do I have to tell you? It is going to, unless you are a customer of mine, that's the only person. Anybody else, if I can get a hold of you, is going to get your head smashed in, at the very least, as many times as I fucking need you to tell me, motherfucker, is going to be the answer. We'll put that in the fucking company handbook. How many times do I have to tell you, Kevin? As many as I fucking need. <laughs> so so run us through it so run us through it so run us through a little bit um obviously we haven't really had like a formal sit down meeting talking about the programming but like you know what what, what do you say is like your biggest what's your biggest struggle what's your biggest struggle with with fair Harbor? without you going on a tirade about Right. How much no, you hate I, I mean, this fucking done-for-you great products that these software companies <laughs> build for us. Yeah, I know that's no, not specifically honestly, it is what a you great mean. product. It is a great product. There's just, you know, it's certain what seems like common sense features, you know, that are just not available. You know, I, I can figure out how to use their functionality to get what we want out of it. In most cases, but there are certain things, you know, that like just cannot be done. And like one of the things that I was, you know, bitching for a while about was the fact that if you have a um, if you have an add on like that you use a custom field for with one product that you sell individually as another product. So if, if you're you know, use Fair Harbor customer types is really just products, the product that you're selling. You have the customer type, which is that product, and then you can have add like a checkbox or a drop down or a quantity of something that you can add and you can put a price tag on that as well. The problem with the custom fields is you cannot tie it to your shared resources. So the issue that we've had that we had a couple of years ago, you know, last year was with our paddle boards. We can add them to our pontoons or we sell them individually as their own customer types. Meaning like a a rental. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So when somebody books the paddle board as itself, it's pulling paddle boards from that shared resource. I need two paddle boards. 
I've got five. It pulls two out of it. I've got three left. But if I have it being an add-on with like a checkbox or like a pull-down, you know, quantity that's attached to pontoons, I can't tie it to the shared resource. So somebody can, you know, grab two paddle boards and then somebody else at the exact same time can rent five paddle boards. Well, we don't have seven paddle boards, so we have a little bit of an issue there. So mm-hmm. let, let me let me stop you there. So let me bring Greg into this. Mm-hmm. So Greg, go ahead and take like devil's advocate here for Fair Harbor. So like, okay, you have, you I know have exactly. Way- I know exactly the problem. So we have shared resources from separate trips. So if you had paddleboard rentals as a separate trip, and then like another paddleboard rental, like a tour. And someone booked a rental, it does share resources between the two trips, correct? Yes. I'm not, yeah. Okay. If we and had you're talking that, just yeah, if you added this, if you're strictly adding it on as an add-on, you have to create a custom field for the add-on and it doesn't take from those resources. So I, I understand the problem. We don't have this solved on WaveReds either. You know, just yeah. from the fact that this it's a very complex uh mm-hmm. Uh, code, you know, um, it's just a very it's a complex feature to have two different uh, trips basically combined and one as an add-on. Um, so I understand where the challenge is from it, and uh, yeah, I, I I I can understand the challenge, like well, what you guys are facing. Yeah. But but, so, but but to your yeah, hold but, on real quick, so to your point, Greg, though, so but this is like all the time, though, right? This is every operator with very specific needs whether it be to their industry, their, their, their product, whatever it is, because at the end of the day, you still have to make money. And it's like, you can't build custom software to suit everybody's needs at every single location. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's, there's it's, literally a laundry list of features that each one of our clients request. And, you know, and some of them, like they threaten us, like we're going to leave if we don't get this one feature that no one else will ever use, but it's very specific. And that's the whole reason why WaveRes, we, we used to have a lot of different types of partners, museums and walking tours. And we decided to get rid of all those businesses or just basically cancel their agreements because we couldn't. Uh, program our software for all different types of businesses. We had mm-hmm. to stick with like a niche because we can, you know, a lot of people share the same features like rental companies. They're going to share a lot of the same features, but it's mm-hmm. like when a museum wants to like a, subs- let's say they want like a subscription service, like a membership card. Well, boat rental companies are not necessarily going to think about that. I mean, you, you do have boat clubs and stuff, but the majority don't care about that stuff. That's a huge feature to build. So like we, we really dumbed it down to just like jet ski pontoon and boat boating because all the features that those companies need are, are pretty much the same. And then we get a lot of one-offs still, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's challenging. Like I honestly, every reservation software, they have their, you know, work cut out for them because there are just so many unique things that operators need. So Ilya, <clears throat> did you find a workaround for that? I, I mean, there are workarounds 
that we had discussed and, and fair Harbor does provide, you know, options like go ahead and, you know, just add it as a customer type to the pontoons that people select. And then you can pull from the, or just yeah, add it as like a shit on the back end because it looks like you exactly have to, or you have to go and rent that. So it's going to drop your take rate or your conversion. Exactly. So if you make a pontoon underneath and you have this, and I've seen operators on fair mm-hmm, Harbor make yeah. that fucking mistake. It's like yep. the most common mistake I see where yep. you see like boat rental and then underneath they fucking have all of their add-ons onto it. And I'm just like, yeah, that's not no one's going to convert that, you know, because the conversion is going to happen at checkout. So, and that's exactly it. Tip, stop doing that shit. And then you just have to manage your resources manually if you want to yep. get the conversion and then just block that paddleboard out or that floating lily pad or whatever your add on mm-hmm. is. Keeping that with us, you're just not going to do the conversions. That the, the add on, like just mm-hmm. the way people, their shopping habits, they're Are you talking about e, like emailing them? After the reservation, saying, "Hey, add no, on j- just j- just changing the booking flow so that it's you know an additional item that they have to select, you know that it looks just like the pontoon." So I drop, I, I do a drop down and select a pontoon, and I get the pontoon populated, and then I drop have to go down, and it's you know right now if you look at our um, booking flow in the pontoons, you have maximum four options. You know, you've got two types of pontoons and you've got two time options, you know, half day or full day. And that's it. We're so not going to. On yeah. the front end, what I'm saying, Greg, is on the front end, you see like, like Ilya said, where you just have like half day, full day. But on a lot of companies, because they don't want to overbook that resource, which is an, which is an add on, they have it on like, so it'd be like literally on the front end instead of you booking so with us our booking flow is you book the boat and then you go into the next in the next page of the the booking flow the next page opens up and then down it has your terms and your conditions you have to your damage protection we make as a um you either have to decline or accept it it's it's Mm -hmm. a, a mandatory a mandatory field and then underneath it, we show it has, would you like to add toys on there? So we have a mat. So we just see higher conversions rather than on the front end of the booking flow because it's confusing because it's literally almost like you're, you're renting a separate piece of equipment. Like it would be like, oh, I'm renting yeah, yeah. a boat and a jet, you know, so rather you're than right, that, you're, right. you're going to make more yeah. money when you combine them, but you're just going to have to handle it manually. Exactly. So, so and, and we're willing to, you know, bite that bullet. On our end, go ahead and you know buy well, a crap it's, ton it's, of mats. It's the email. It's the or well, it's that. It's the again. It's the buying habits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, do you want to add this? Okay. Do you want to add this? Okay. You know what I mean? It's like these little things that's so just like when you look at e-commerce, you look at like even the masters are info products. They're really great at it, and they, and they use like Shopify carts and stuff like that. So they stop you nonstop with the upsells. You can't even complete the damn purchase unless you buy the book or you buy, you know, hey, would you like to add on the, you know, the this or the that? Like, you know, they t- they sell you on the 997 product. And then before they let that sale continue, they'll have like pop-ups on their windows. So any of like Russell Brunson products, Grant Cardone products that you buy online, mm-hmm. and it has that same like Shopify flow, but it's even more intrusive on their end. So you know what I like with the upsells that not a lot, I forget what it was that I booked, but every upsell and you're right. It wasn't a separate, it was in the same form that I was buying, but 
the next question was after I purchased, you know, I, I put the main thing in my card. The next question was enhance your experience with adding this wonderful, you know, I forget what I, I don't remember what it was, but I remember it was the, it was beautifully written. Like yeah. it made me feel like, man, this is, this sounds really good. <laughs> like I'm going to buy this. <laughs> um, but you know, that's one thing that I would recommend for people is when you're doing your upsells, if you can put like a description in there, really sell sell it like it is going to make yeah. them feel great about themselves if they, they get and just say that. instead of saying add a paddleboard yeah. just say you know put a little something in there to make them visualize what they're actually getting and what how much more fun they're going to have it brings me back to like the interview with john DeSauer about mm-hmm. you know how, how to really sell it and and talk about you know the problem that the person is is we're trying to solve for them is that, you know, they're on vacation and, and the problem is that they're looking, they're trying to find fun, right? Like we want to sell fun to them. Yeah. And it's just so funny because Ilya just punched up our upsell product descriptions the other day and sent me a text and was like, Hey, what do you think of this? I'm like, awesome. Do this. That's awesome. Right. So it's not just exactly like a what we were doing pad. before. Right. Yeah. So like Add I lily mean, pad. a hundred percent. And, and that's and, it. And, and so it's like, it's, we talk about the phone sales end of things too, where it's like, like what you said, Greg is like, we're trying to solve a problem. You know what I mean? So at, at the end of the day, these upsell products that we're offering, like solve major problems. Trip protection solves a major problem. Damage protection solves a major problem. Lily pads and paddle boards solve problems. They enhance your day. They make your day better. Why do you not give that the same amount of power or ad copy or description that you would the main product at the end of the day there was time when we were on parasail boats where we were making more than the boat was our photo package was literally making more than the actual parasail rides were making why because we were solving a problem in a very eloquent sometimes very hard-nosed pushy salesman <laughs> kind of way but you know me and Ilya were talking about this the other day how the lines of advertising and marketing those lines are really starting, the lines are really getting blurred. And um, I think there's a lot advertising can really learn from marketing and uh, obviously vice versa. Um, but but getting back to the, the original uh, point, uh, Ilya, what would you, you know, obviously we're going to get a lot and Ilya is going to be doing a round table at the, um, at the event. And we're going to be digging into this uh, quite a bit deeper. So this is kind of just like a little bit of I'm not trying to sell you guys anyway, but this is what we're going to really be, what we're going to be getting into. Um, we're not, you know, Greg's going to have someone from wave res there. Um, Ilya is going to be talking about peak pro. We're still looking for, uh, what I, Oh, I'm sorry. Fair Harbor. Uh Oh, giving stuff away. Um, and then somebody's (laughs) going to be there. I think we're going to do something for peak pro. Um, you know, and, and, and we wish we could have everybody there. Um, I don't know as the programming goes, maybe, maybe we'll find another spot for somebody else to come and talk about their experiences with theirs. But Ilya, Mike, my, my question for you is, is, is so, uh, a guy like me, my first year I'm driving a boat, answering the phones, you know, what, what is the, what's the first, the best piece of advice you can give for somebody as they're starting to send in support tickets versus, doing things themselves what's going to be the most actionable piece of actionable piece of advice you would give so, to a, a starting what i did because you know it wasn't always like you know i i learned it over time and i did make mistakes along the way and the biggest thing is you know when you send in a support ticket describe 
what you want the thing to do. Um, and this is kind of like engineering. You need kind of, you've got an idea in your head of what you wanted to do. Try to give as clear requirements to these guys of exactly how it needs to function. And then ask them how they did it. You know, if you don't have time to kind of like sit there, just ask them for like a video or a, you know, screenshots of how they did it and go through it to learn how the system works. And, you know, maybe in the future you can take care of it yourself or you get a better understanding of how the system works so that you can refine um, your, you know, ticket requests. I think Kevin, like one of the biggest issues you had in, you know, trying to get Fair Harbor to do something for you was you've got, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you this <laughs> based on my experience, you know, you've got this idea in your head, but how you present it with words is lacking. And then it goes into the other person, you know, the other person picks it up and interprets them what you just said based on what they have in their head. So it's a game of telephone, you know, going on and what you want versus what they actually do is going to change along the way. Oh, yeah. I I hear this. Same when we Tripshock integrates with the Resi's reservation system. So when our customers request things needed to be done with the integration, it's, it's exactly what you you say. You know, if it's not done if it's not explained black and white step by step, they're just going to assume things of how they need to be set up. And most of the time it's wrong. Uh, I know that some of these reservation systems outsource their customer service. You know, uh, not to say it's bad or worse, but I mean, typically if their employees are located in the regions where the operators are at, I, I feel like they have a slightly better understanding of things, but if you're not a if you're not coming from an operator's background and using the software before you become a support person, that's what kind of gets me with reservation systems is the support people never been on the front lines using the software, and when they tell someone to do something or make a change or or use it, use it a certain way, it's like man, you don't realize like I'm out here with a tablet, you know, in the sand in a hundred degree weather, and I got ninety people lined up, so you know, what you're suggesting to me is not going to work the way, the way that you, you hope we would use it. So, um, you know, it, it's literally, there, there is a disconnect, I think when you but you're right, you know, it, it's, you have to be very black and white when you're explaining to them because your business is, every business is going to use the software a little bit different and you're going to have to change your business to fit what the software offers. Like if you think you're mm -hmm. going to get this software and just mold it exactly how you were doing things with pen and paper, that's not, it's not going to work. You're going to have to change the way you do business. And there's been times where we've signed up people for our software. They used it for like two weeks and they said, you know, the software is fine, but it's just changing the way we do things too, too drastically. So we can't, we can't like the ownership and the employees doing things the same way for 20 years. They just weren't adopting it. They weren't willing to change. Yeah, I think that I think the big takeaway, especially for water sports, because we are so, um, um, sorry, Ripley has made yet another appearance. Hey, I need you to scram for five minutes. Come on, Ripley. No, I need you to walk out of the room for five minutes. 
Man, my, my daughter, she, oh my God, she is the master of like, you know what I mean? Like I am just living in her world mm -hmm. and that is it. That's I, she just runs the world and she's like, yeah, so I'm going to finish doing what I'm doing. And then, then you get, I'm like, man, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not, I wonder not where she gets it from. I have no idea. <laughs> no. Uh, no, 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 no clue. Um, but I think, the, I think the big takeaway here is that, and this is like something I've been, I preach like all the time. Guys, you, you, especially for our industry, there's not going to be a done-for-you solution mm -hmm. out of the box. And that's your marketing. That is that is sales process. That You're not going to find, not yet anyway. I, I'm telling you, like, I'm going to start selling you guys stuff. But there's no sales training for water sports. There's sales training for everything else, for selling roofs, for selling cars, for selling homes. All There's, there's a sales process. There's some kind of sales training. You guys get no, we have no sales training in the industry. We have no, you know, the, again, like, yes, Fair Harbor, Peak Pro, Wave Res, Check Front, all these large internet or, or all these res tech companies, um, you know, water sports, because it's so niche. Be, and even again, like water sports, you've heard me say it a million times. You know, there's nothing sporting about renting a pontoon boat, but yet sport fishing is not considered a water sport. You know, we all do that. All of our stuff happens on the water, but it is very, very specific. Renting a boat versus operating a parasail operation versus riding a, a headboat and even different kind of headboats. These are all very, very specific, different requirements for East Coast versus West Coast. All of these out-of-the-box solutions, they require your time or somebody on your team that has the, the, the uh, technological prowess to involve themselves in this. And I get it. I get it because sometimes you're driving the boat, you're answering the phone, There's, you know what I mean? Or you're trying to deal with employees, you know, and then you hand it off to like your cousin or your sister, whoever your ops manager is. And we talk about this all the time, that putting people in the right seats. Ilya is for our organization. I And, and you know, last week, we, you know, Kevin Nobis was talking about having people in his organization that, you know, like trying to force them into a spot. As entrepreneurs and operators, sometimes we have to wear all those hats. So Ilya is a little bit of a, I, I can't use him as like a specific use case. I do know that software and engineering and backend stuff. That's his bread and butter. But at the same point in time, he's also part owner of Destiny Water Adventures. And you're going to fucking have a tan if you work in water sports, if you work for us, especially if you're fucking at the helm. You know what I mean? If I got to walk away and give him the wheel. So there are, there's this because, you know, and Ilya's becoming an entrepreneur in his, in his own right. And I've got to smash it in his fucking head, sometimes extremely violently, that <laughs> entrepreneurship and engineering. With a trash can. <laughs> yes. I kicked a I kicked a trash can across the office at Ilya's head last week. There's one important thing I, I want to leave. <laughs> there, there's one really important thing I want to leave everyone when it comes to ResTech. So just seeing that with all the clients that we have with Wave Res, one thing I notice is that they are sometimes not willing to accept the workaround. They might have a very complex problem that needs to be solved. And we can solve maybe 80% of it. And sometimes you just have to make it work because the grass is not always greener on the other side unless the, the other software that, that you, may, you might be looking at has the ex exact solution solved to a T. 
And you have to understand, is it worth moving for that one feature that you're getting that is going to cause you have to retrain all of your staff. You're going to have to switch out your website. It could cause SEO issues. Uh, there's just so many things that you mm-hmm. have to take in effect. But I see people leaving from one software to another because of one feature that saves them a little bit of time, but doesn't bring them any more revenue. And they're, they're just right. not willing to accept the workaround. You know, be, and there always is going to be, it, it never ends with just that one thing. There's always going to be something else that happens. Uh, and and I, I find that just really interesting. Another thing is most operators that use WaveRes are only utilizing it maybe 60 to 70%, meaning there are features in there that can make your business more money, that can get you more reviews, uh, that can enhance your, your web profile, everything. But they're just not utilized. And some of our support people, and this is just not, I mean, I'm talking the, all of ResTech. It, it's, it's uh, but list, talk, call your, um, your, if you have a rep for Fair Harbor, Peak, or WaveRes, call your rep and ask them what features have, that are coming through the pipeline, what features are out that can help bring you more business, what ideas, you know, what are other businesses doing that's helping them? Like really dig into your reps and ask them what is working for other, because I mean, it could be one, like, let's just say damage protection. We talk about damage protection because everyone's utilizing it now and they're making a lot more money. Um, That could be the one thing that maybe your rep is seeing from other operators and that you can implement right now and immediately start making money. But don't sleep on, on their knowledge. Like they're looking at several different operators. They're talking with, with people all over the world. And they can utilize that into your business, but take advantage of those features. Uh, so I know, I know we don't want to run super long here yeah. and I don't want to get into like an ideological event, but at the same point in time, I do feel as though like it would behoove res tech companies that, I mean, obviously it's just like, you know, but look, man, if I don't remarket to my customer who didn't get damage protection or didn't get a, 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 a um, a mat that I'm not going to get that sale. And, 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 and I would like to keep that customer for a lifetime. So, I mean, if they're, and don't get me wrong, we've had some, I've seen some cold emails come through from fair Harbor fucking about, you know, dynamic pricing is coming soon or something like this. But at what point do you expect to like, maybe know or to, to be able to like have somebody reach out? Like, I can't tell you. It is pretty rare. I think at the beginning of this season, we did get an email from Fair Harbor saying like, oh, hey, like, let us know if you need anything or just checking in on you or seeing anything like, you know, at what point do they? I mean, hell, Greg, I mean, there was some features that Tripshock Halfer like, you know, had that we weren't utilizing that Luke called me and it wasn't a fit for us. But Luke called me and told me about it and offered Mm -hmm. it to me. And I was like, yeah, I'm not interested in that or whatever. No big deal. But still, if there's if there's new if there's new features that that a res tech is bringing to the table, I mean, wouldn't it behoove them to be reaching out to their, you know, at least some of their larger um, partners and, and saying like, hey, we see you guys are using that. For you? Right, yeah, uh, we don't have oh, dynamic. Yeah. It, it, ha- it has to go both ways. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you, you can't wait, especially with a company like Fair Harbor that has 15,000 users, something like that. 
Like right. you're you're not going to see them reaching out as heavily as like a smaller like with WaveRes. We have to, you know, we only have yeah. 50, 60 clients, so we have to reach out to people, and we have to be very proactive with the ones we have. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it needs to go both ways. But when you're dealing with big software, you almost have to make that. Like with Google, we have to reach out to Google. They used to come reach out to us prior to the pandemic. Now we have to go after them and say, hey, what's up? What's the new, what's the big new thing? Um, but yeah, it, it's it's definitely um, interesting with, with ResTech of how it's evolving. But if you want to really utilize it to the fullest, definitely check out all the features. You could, there could be something there that, you know, could make you a lot more money and and really help your business out because they add so much so fast. You sometimes get like just with Google ads, how many times you log in your dashboard, they have like some new bidding feature. I mean, they, I can't even keep up with it. You need someone to kind of walk you through all the new features that are going with, um, you know, that that program because they, they're they're building them for you to make you more money. But we just don't have the time sometimes. But well, I guess with, I guess with that we are we're I think we're we're out of time. Uh, I wish we had more colorful anecdotes, and I, I mean, <laughs> but there's there'll be there'll be plenty, guys. I, I, again, I'm not I'm not hitting you with the hard I'm not hitting you with the hard pitch. But Ilya will be at um, the uh, Water Sport Conference uh, September 26th and 7th, um, and he'll be giving you guys a skinny, figuring hosting the roundtable for Fair Harbor. And um, answering your guys' questions about how Destiny Water Adventures has been able to um, use our ResTech to its fullest potential, which has helped made us a lot more money and increased our um, our cart size. So with that, Ilya, uh, thank you. I know how busy you are. You're running about to, to yeah, two different companies. I got companies. 15 different calls. <laughs> I get <laughs> it, man. Yep. I get it. And thank yep. you for carving out some time. And, and thanks right, for guys. keeping the sport down while I'm gone, brother. Kevin, I'll see you when you get back into town. Love you. Yes, you will. Love Greg, you I'll see you again soon. Really fond right. of you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, hey, uh, thanks for listening, guys. And as always, keep it awkward. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have further thoughts, questions, or comments about this episode, head to our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators, to continue the conversation. See you next time.